Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ. Also find us at uh, lakeswoodsandirons.com, lakeswoodsandirons.com, streaming at Lakes, Woods, and Irons as well. That thanks to our sponsor, millsauto.com. Uh, 2022 season right in front of us. In fact, it's here. i got Chris Foley with me. Chris, uh, good to talk to you again, my friend. Nice to talk to you, Mac. It must be, if we're talking, it must mean uh, golf season's either here or right around the corner. Yeah, it is here because you gave me a little uh, lesson not too long ago. I took a trip to California and played some golf uh, with a friend of mine. And and uh, just before I left, I thought, <clears throat> I better uh, see if I still know how to do this. And you helped me out quite a bit, actually. The game wasn't bad in California. Well, that's good. It's always uh, it's always good to get away and play a little golf, and it's even more fun when you play well. <laughs> it is. Yeah, I played uh, Indian Wells in Palm Springs, which was for many, many years for guys my age, was the Bob Hope Desert Classic. And uh, before they moved up to Las Vegas, that's where they used to play that. So uh, that was kind of fun to see where where uh, Arnie and the boys used to used to try to hit it down the middle. You can see why they moved it. It's a uh, uh, guy we played with shot about a 72, I think, and you just think the pros would eat that place alive now by nowadays standards. <laughs> yeah, actually, and uh, right next door to where I uh, where I teach at in the winter, so. Yeah, that was funny. We, were in we the same neighborhood there. Hopped on the plane to head for home, and we walked down the aisle, and there you were sitting, <laughs> also heading home. That's right. <laughs> Boy, lots going on, Chris. We were just talking off mic. All, all kinds of things happening in the world of golf, both uh, locally. We'll have uh, Chuck Letkatsky with us, and uh, uh, a lot of things going on with the gravel pit. That's for sure. Yeah, no question. You know, we've got uh, the gravel pit opening, the uh, the continuation of uh, the remodel and new golf courses at Craigans, the the Tom Lehman course, and what he's doing with other other four nines, and then uh, uh, Rutgers has some uh, a remodel project going. And, yeah, uh, gosh, all, all kinds of uh, just all kinds of things in the world of professional golf going on, and uh, so it's uh, it's a good time in golf. Yeah, we'll have most of those guys on during the course of the year. Chuck today and uh, Dave Sedlowski out at Rutgers and, of course, uh, many visits with Craigans with the CRMC coming up this year and uh, preparations for that. I will have uh, Jack on uh, hopefully next couple of weeks. I know they're looking for uh, they're looking for volunteers and people to work at that event. Yeah, you know, the, the, that's going to be quite an event. And, uh, to bring professional golf to the Brainerd Lakes area is going to be really a, a, a fun deal for, uh, you know, just to spectate, but lots of opportunities to volunteer and kind of get an inside look at the world of professional golf. And uh, I think people are going to be quite uh, quite surprised at the, the level of play that they're going to see uh in August here, and it's, you know, it's it's just a it's a small step below the PGA Tour, and uh, they'll get to see some players that they'll see in the next couple of years on the PGA Tour. So, should be uh, should be a lot of fun and some great opportunities for people in the Brainerd Lakes area. Yeah, it really is. It's uh, there's a, just a couple of minor leagues in golf that are at a very high level. This is one of them, and uh, we got a, a, a kind of a brief look at them a couple of years back, but uh, there'll be a. A much larger field this year and uh, players coming really in from all over the world should be great fun we will have a chance to talk to uh, 
Chuck Kletkatsky. He'll be our first guest of the season. We'll talk with Chuck, and that'll come up after this. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, streaming at lakeswoodsandirons.com and also and also available at Podcast One, thanks to our sponsor, millsauto.com. Special guest with us, Chris. I'll let you handle the introductions. Yeah, I want to welcome a great friend, great friend of the show, Chuck Klansky, the uh, owner and operator at the new uh, Gravel Pit Golf Course here in, in East Gall Acre, Brainerd. So welcome to the show, Chuck. Hi, fellas. Nice to be, uh, nice to be back on the, on the uh, airwaves with you guys. <laughs> it usually yeah. means we're getting closer to golf season. That's good. Yeah, totally. We've got uh, some pretty nice melting going on in the whole Brainerd Lakes area, so there'll be uh, golfers flying around, uh, flying some balls around soon. Chuck, for for those who have not heard of the gravel pit yet, give us uh, give us a little rundown of what uh, what you've built there. Well, we've got uh, we've got a facility that's a little bit different than other things that are in the Brainerd Lakes area. We built a 13-hole par three course. The golf holes range from 60 to 200 yards, and we built them in an abandoned gravel pit. And so that's how we came up with the name. Uh, left the the banks of the gravel pit and um, things along the sides. So it's quite a uh, kind of a blown out look that you get at the sand valleys or the band of dunes of the world right here in uh, central Minnesota. Yeah, and it's uh, a familiar name to a lot of people uh, in the Brainerd Lakes area. Scott Hoffman's your designer who designed the classic and has done some other work around the area. And Scott's an incredibly talented uh, architect and superintendent. So, uh, uh, I think people are going to see some great things there. Yeah, it was neat to work with him, and uh, you know, he he found the found a routing that works really well. Uh, we've got a, a centrally located clubhouse that's up on this big ridge, so you can see all 13 holes when you sit on the deck there. So it's it's quite a stunning view, and um, there's a lot of wetlands and water, along with some fairways and things on this on this property. So even though it's a pretty small footprint, just over 40 acres, it's uh, it's pretty cool for being all par three. So Scott was a, definitely a joy to work with, and he's interested in the project and will stay a part of our team uh, moving forward. I saw that flyover video toward the, I guess, in the fall that you guys did, Chuck, and it was uh, it really looks cool, That's, and that was a great way to kind of get perspective on it, to uh, see that video from, from the sky. I have to be honest, it's been, uh, it's been cool to see all the drone footage. Yeah. Um, and it's really quite a quite a, a, a way to, to take pictures. That's so much easier than uh, some of some of the things we used to do. <laughs> yeah. Chuck, you know, thirteen holes is a little bit out of the box, and a par three golf course. How, how did you guys come up with with that concept? Well, we were looking to to complement the already great golf that's that's uh, in the area. Obviously, the classic and the legacy and Deacon's Lodge and. Uh, the Pines facilities and, you know, all of this stuff is all on the, on the championship level. And we saw this site as an opportunity to complement that uh, and also give people just a different option. So maybe they'd play 18 holes in the morning at uh, one of the bigger properties and then come over in the evening and, and uh, do some, some uh, you know, betting and some challenges with their friends. You know, maybe they'd be able to warm up before they go play somewhere else. The other thing is that the amount of time that it's going to take to play the gravel pit 
is, you know, just probably a little over two hours. For local people or for people on vacation, maybe that four and a half hour experience isn't quite what they're wanting. And they'll come over to the pit and, uh, you know, hit it around. And, you know, like I said, the holds range from 60 to 200 yards. So although it might not be driver for people, there's some pretty good variety of the shot making. That two hours yeah, is really, yeah. really important, I think, Chuck. It's it's a way that uh, the whole golf world's really been talking about ways to uh, the play nine idea a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, not necessarily have to take a five- or six-hour day, and sometimes you've only got two hours to deal with. Yep. So that's really – those those factors all came together, and uh, the 13 part of it was was really – that's kind of what the site, site spoke to us. Um, Working with uh, with Scott, that was kind of the routing that that became the kind of the best routing, I guess I will say. And it happened to be 13 holes, so we said, you know, what, let's not force this. Let's not cut it down to nine, or try to make it to 18. Let's just go with uh, kind of what the land did. And that Scott's a good designer that way. He, he lets it speak to him. So it was uh, that's how it came to be 13. You know, if you if you go back in in, in the history of golf. Uh, you know, eight, 18 holes is really, a, when I say relatively new, a relatively new concept. Because, you know, if you go back into the the 1700s when golf began in, in Scotland, there were many, you know, 12-hole courses, 20-hole courses, and whatever kind of the land dictated. And uh, and there are still a few of those left in in Scotland, but uh, 18 holes really didn't start until the uh, the the mid 1800s. So, so you yeah, you and I have talked about that in the past, in and it is interesting yeah. to sort of uh, to go back into the, the the history of the game, and and that's what we kind of let just happen is is said this is what the site speaks to, and it's not uh, it's not forced. So I hope people like the flow of it. I think it'll really help everybody's game in a way, Chuck. With, uh, I mean, I'm certainly guilty of it. Chris and I have talked about it many times. Go to the driving range and you know hit uh, 15 drivers and uh, and three seven irons and then go play. But at your course, we might actually get better at our iron game. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it is an opportunity for people to uh, to work on their game. And uh, part threes are also fun though because like at any ability, you always have that chance to make a hole in one. So I'm really excited to. We'll see if we can. Uh, we've got some pinnable areas that will make it easier to uh, to maybe make an ace, and that's a that's a great memory, no matter what kind of golf course you're on. No doubt, Chuck. You've got some uh, you've got some other things going on there as well, don't you? Yeah, we do. Uh, we're trying to make uh, make the destination you know a place that people want to relax and, and hang out with their friends. And, uh, we've got a, a beautiful. Two, de- two different decks that overlook the property, and we've got a 13-hole putting course, so people of any ability can uh, turn that out, and we're going to actually like that, so in the evenings or whatever, people can uh, work on the game and maybe have a beverage and, and uh, just enjoy nature. So there's also going to be a bocce ball court, so we've got uh, some activities that uh, hopefully people could just come out to the gravel pit and hang out with us. And when, when do you anticipate opening, Chuck? Well, if the spring weather continues, uh, we're going to be open as early as anyone. There's very few trees on the property, so uh, it's melting very nicely in a very sandy soil. So we hope to be open by April 15th or April 21st or somewhere in that uh, that mid-April range. Being a new golf course, we don't want to 
uh, rush it, but at the same time, we built it last summer and it grew in and we were mowing the greens and everything last year. So we'll just continue that as, as things transition into spring and get some people out playing. You do have some uh, membership opportunities available, Chuck? Yeah, we had uh, talked to a lot of people in the area and, and people were asking if we are going to have memberships available. And um, We definitely love love all the members, so we've got uh, unlimited memberships that uh, include a cart. We did have golf carts for the for the year, so if people want to walk, they can walk, but it uh, also has carts available, so we've got uh, that stuff all lined out on our gravelpitgolf.com website where people can check it out and give us a call if they've got any questions, or we can definitely give them tours and things as well, so as the spring comes in, we'd love to have people out and just looking around, checking it out, and hopefully playing around. Chuck, you know, I know you're uh, you're opening uh, as as soon as you can here, but it sounds like you may be having a grand opening uh, at some point. Do you, you, what, what do you have in mind? Well, we uh, as the calendar falls, uh, Friday, May thirteenth is uh, going to be a date that we've uh, we've picked. So we're going to have a have a party out at the gravel pit, uh, have an open house, and uh, we've got a band lined up for five o'clock in the evening and just have people out and kind of celebrate the Friday the 13th. We saw that on the calendar and decided that being the 13-hole course, we would uh, jump onto that. So Friday the 13th, that's the rabbit that used to be. <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah, it'd be fun. I think it'll be fun, Chuck, to see, uh, you know, as you tick off. Of course, there'll be holes in ones over time. It'd be fun to kind of count down and see what the last of the 13 holes is to get a, to get a hole in one. Yeah, we've got a, a couple plaques planned um, so for the inaugural ones on, on each of the holes. So, um, you know, again, being the distances that they are, I would not be shocked if uh, if we if we get some aces. So it'll be exciting. Uh, like I was saying earlier, the, the hole in one is one of the kind of shots in golf. So. A lot of anticipation for it, Chuck. I've heard a lot of people talking about it, getting ready for it. I'm sure you guys are too. And, again, it's gravelpit.com. Is that correct? Uh, gravelpitgolf.com. Gravelpitgolf, yeah, all right. Chuck, thanks for taking well, the time, stuff, my Chuck. friend. I, I know you've been a fairly busy guy this uh, off season. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's great uh, great to talk with you. We look forward to having another good golf season, and thanks for helping spread the word. All right, thank you, Chuck. Thanks, fellas. Thanks, Chuck. That's Chuck Kletkatsky, owner-operator at the Gravel Pit, and everybody anxiously waiting, and hopefully mid-April, April 15th, April 21st, right around in there. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan. Also find us on Podcast One. That thanks to our sponsor, MillsAuto.com, your hometown dealer since 1922. And Cragen's Golf Courses, welcoming you for the 2022 golf season. In this next segment, we'll talk with Joe Haig and Jesse Zahn, both members of the 2010 Brainerd Warrior football team. And, of course, Joe Haig on to play in the NFL and currently with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Great event coming up called the Game-Winning Drive Golf Fundraiser. It's for Brainerd Warrior football. It happens July the 1st at uh, 1 o'clock start, and it's proceeds for the Brainerd Warrior football program. We had this interview on the Power Loon Morning Show, Danny and I did, so let's go to that interview now with Jesse Zahn and Joe Haig. We want to introduce, it's uh, Jesse Zahn. How are you doing today, Jesse? I'm doing good, Danny. How are you? I'm doing fine. And then also Joe Haig is on the phone with us this morning. How are you doing today, Joe? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, being part of the day today. 
Um, let's uh, talk about it. It's from the beginning here, top down. There's a huge uh, game-winning drive is what it's called, the golf fundraiser that you guys have uh, been initializing and getting started, and it sounds like you got quite a crew put together for this, Jesse. We do. Uh, you know, about a year ago this time, we uh, started looking into how we can try to raise money originally for the for the weight room strength program. It was conversations with uh, high school coach Jason Freed, what we could do as a group or individuals to contribute to that project overall. And a lot of us came back from the 2010 football team thinking that a golf tournament would be a great idea to be able to not only raise awareness, but also bring funds in from private and other local area businesses. And honestly, uh, try and plan such a big thing in three months uh, with none of us having experience doing it before we all thought maybe we table this until 2022 so that's kind of how it it initialed uh, early on and then we had a lot of time to plan from that point legacy got on board reserving the friday july 1st date 2022 for us yeah and then just uh starting at the top of the year we created a committee with some other teammates from our uh, group in 2010 working in tandem with coach freed and obviously joe We've uh, had a heck of a turnout so far in regards to sponsorships. I would say in about a week's time, we're about raised $25,000 just based off whole sponsorships. We do have a title sponsor, Border States Electric out of Fargo. Okay. Then we also have uh, three main uh, supporting sponsors as well, High Tech Construction, uh, First National Bank, and also uh, Ice Forts here in Brainerd. The uh, tournament is named after you, Joe. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I, they were telling me that it would sell more tickets if I put my ugly face on it, but uh, I guess guess we'll find out. But, uh, no, I mean, I think it was just something that, uh, you know, we were, we were really excited about, and, um, you know, I think it's just, you know, if we can put my face on it just to, if for some reason people want to meet me, then <laughs> that's extra appeal, I guess, for us. You're awfully humble, Joe. Of course people want to meet you. Uh, yeah. Uh, how does it feel to be a Super Bowl champion? I don't think we've talked to you since then. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely crazy. It's, uh, it's plus that year was just a very weird year with COVID. With you know, like yeah. most of our games didn't have any fans, so it's kind of like you know, it didn't really pull, fully feel real. But I think uh, you know, as time passes, you definitely you definitely appreciate it. Well, for you to kind of stay connected with hometown like you're doing on this, we just uh, thank you very big time. Um, putting your name on this and being involved and. In, uh, I tell you what, when you guys come back, uh, the alumni, and say, you know what, we believe in this program, what it's done for our lives, how it's taught us teamwork, uh, and then you, you know, like you said, I think maybe before we went on the air, Jesse, is you know you've taken those skills that you learned as young men and applied them now even on this tournament. Uh, absolutely, it it kind of boils down to what what Coach, Coach Stolsky and uh, Parsons and Stevenson, the Ramies, the that entire group, they they kind of taught us at a very young age when we were you know eighth ninth tenth grade in that program to to be a part of not just this team and and trying to have the have the ability to win games but we're also going to fail and then we fail together and honestly uh seeing the program and uh the needs that it has right now we have all kind of made it a rallying cry to be able to go around the program and provide them whatever they need Mm-hmm. Joe, you're talking off mic a little bit with Jesse. That 2010-2011 class, 2010 football season, 2011 graduates, you guys have really stuck together over the years. It's a kind of a unique group, and there's quite a large group from the graduating class of 2011, and you're all still good friends and obviously enjoy working together as well. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. It's been, uh, it's definitely, uh, I think unique just in general. Cause you know, I remember, you know, going to college and like when I was a freshman, like a lot of my teammates, I would, you know, I'd be like, Oh, you know, you still hang out with your high school friends or like, no, like <laughs> we don't talk anymore. Like I, you know, I, I'm, I'm over those people. And for me, it was like, I was having all the guys out, you know, every weekend if I could. And like, we were all staying in touch and we still do to this day. And you know, now guys are starting to have families. And, um, you know, it's definitely, definitely a very, you know, unique thing that we're, you know, happy to kind of, um, you know, keep in touch with everyone. And uh, it's definitely been special and something that we want to, make sure other people can experience. And that's why I think a big part of what we want to do, a big part of our motive is, you know, just to help out the program so so that other people can have, you know, these connections, learn all this work ethic, learn all the things that we did that we're now applying to our daily lives. And um, yeah, any way we can help with that. Sometimes we forget about the kind of resource we have here in the Brainerd Lakes too. And uh, you guys have obviously tapped into it with uh, this being the initial year. And you're saying, you know, Jesse, this is the first annual. You want to build the, with the, helping the program and then from year to year add what they are looking for and uh, things that can really help the, uh, the football program. But in, when it comes to golf <laughs> in the Brainerd Lakes area, not uh, a bad, not a bad combination. We're spoiled, yeah. aren't we? Are we spoiled, or is it just me? Wow, no, we are most yeah. definitely. The legacy has has been phenomenal to work with of this entire ordeal, and from the start, Tim Johnson and the group over there have been very facilitating to to what we think we need to to what they know we need, and we don't have a we don't have a quote golf pro helping us, uh, you know, day in and day out organizing this thing. We're kind of doing it from the seat of our pants, and and. We're doing it based on the on the good intentions of trying to give back as much as possible to right. a program that gave so much to us. Very cool. Yeah, let's talk about the weekend uh, a little bit uh, because you guys have put together quite a schedule. Yes, sir. So we do have uh, a starting on Thursday, June 30th, a practice rounds available, but we are going to have a welcome event party that will be uh, advertised probably about a month, month and a half leading up to the event on Friday, July 1st. Uh, we're going to open a registration that night, also that day. Uh, the tournament will be starting at 1 o'clock Central and going for about a five to five-and-a-half-hour span with a cocktail hour for a little bit going on after the conclusion of the event with a gourmet uh, banquet dinner for about two hours after that. With, nice. Uh, awards for the event, silent auction items from various donors and organizations. And uh, it's going to be something that not, not many people are probably going to want to miss. Yeah. Now, information on this weekend and the way you guys have it laid out is available on, uh, online, right? That is right. Actually, uh, just about 20 minutes ago, registration opened for the event, and uh, we invite the public to uh, get together with some of their friends and family and uh, go on to BrainerdFootball.com, check out the link on there to then be redirected to the Legacies page to uh, register your uh, foursome team. And uh, for those that do not want to golf but participate in the event, we are having a select number of dinner banquet tickets available as well. Those will be available uh, immediately or uh, later on or when? They are available right now. Okay, so yeah, let's get online and get the information you need. And uh, yeah, I'm sure those tickets are going to go immediately. Uh, we're, we're hoping <laughs> yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. So now, Jesse, when you guys uh, walk onto the tee, a lot of you play golf. You're your old buddies, and uh, so you know maybe you're playing with another group. Or, and here comes Joe. Does everybody just expect him to hit it 400 yards when he stands up on the tee? <laughs> well, I don't want to speak for Joe, but I would say 500, actually. Uh, I, I, you know, okay, okay, I, no, okay. No, let me let me hop in here, okay? So it's about, 
It's about a consistent 260, most of the time way to the right. So I'm, I'm still very beginner here. Yeah. Well, uh, Joe, so I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Joe, I'm going to make sure I'm going to hold you to that when I see you play at uh, 8.30 tomorrow in Indianapolis. And, yeah. uh, if I don't see a 260, I'm yeah. going to have to wager something on it. <laughs> All right, there you go. Careful on that slice. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys obviously uh, are putting together something that's going to be well, it's going to turn into a fabulous thing from year to year, and we just wish you well on it. Uh, of course, get the information you need as soon as possible. BrainerdFootball.com. You're not going to want to miss out on the ticket, um, and uh, of course, register for the golf tournament and uh, everything uh, moving from legacy to legacy. Kind of, kind of. Uh, <laughs> It's kind of a neat connection there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So for all those uh, that have any other questions, uh, sponsorship opportunities, you can contact me. Uh, I have my uh, contact information on this flyer that we'll be broadcasting here in the next uh, couple hours. Yeah, great sponsorship opportunity. Yeah. Absolutely. 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 Well, thanks, you guys. Appreciate the time you've taken to come in and tell us about this. And uh, good luck on this event this summer. And people need to get on once again at BrainerdFootball.com. Get the full details and good luck on bragging rights tomorrow in Indianapolis. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah we'll see how that goes who Thanks, twists God, whose arm that's uh, what i want to well, know uh, yeah i'll probably be in the other golf cart uh, when, when that happens <laughs> oh, <so. yeah. laughs> all right well thank you guys very much appreciate yeah. the time thanks yeah, thank joe you. thanks jesse that awesome. so that should be quite a summer event joe Higgs game winning drive a golf fundraiser for the brandon warrior football team again uh, july 1st uh, 2022. We'll uh, keep you up to date on that as we get closer to that great event. Thanks again to Super Bowl champ Joe Hag and Jesse Zahn for joining us. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley, Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ. The fan also find us at Podcast One. That thanks to our sponsor, MillsAuto.com and uh, LakesWoodsAndIrons.com as well. Uh, Chris Foley with me, and uh, we get toward uh, Masters and uh, Masters Week again. You're going to be in Augusta this year, Chris. That's uh, that's kind of thrilling, and uh, I bet you can't wait. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's you know, always regardless if I'm there or not, it's always one of my favorite weeks of the year. And I've missed the last two because two years ago they didn't have spectators, and then uh, then this past year they had. Uh, you know, very, very limited spectators. So this year they're uh, back in full force again, and it'll be great to be back in Augusta. And like I've done probably the past 10 years, I've, uh, I'm going to help one of my, my friends hosting some people, and it's it's always just a fantastic week. The The energy level there is incredible, and getting to, to walk the golf course and, and see a good portion of the tournament and just being being in Augusta is just so much fun during Masters week so can't wait yeah it's going to be great I was looking at a over the winter over the winter at some golf articles and one that kind of caught my attention that I thought we'd use on the show might as well use it early because uh, Mr. Nicholas kind of knew his way around Augusta pretty well but you know it's fun average guys sitting you know I could make that shot or why didn't he do this or that and uh, but here's the reason why most of us aren't Jack Nicholas. One of the reasons. I just uh, found an old picture of Jack, and it had Jack Nicholas' summer schedule on it. So here's what Jack's doing when he's not playing. 7.30, walk to the course and hit balls. 8 o'clock, play 18 holes. 11.30, hit balls. 12.30, putting practice. 1 o'clock, lunch. 
1.30, instructions with a pro. 2.30, play 18 holes. 6 o'clock, hit balls. 6.30, walk home for family dinner. 7.30, walk back to the course, hit balls. 8.30, walk home. That's a full day. <laughs> that, that, that is a full day of practice right there, Mike. <laughs> Two 18-holes and uh, three sessions on the range and, uh, and then back home with the family. There, uh, there's a reason why he was greatest player of all times or among the one or two greatest players of all <laughs> times. And very, very similar to the type of schedule Tiger, uh, yeah. Tiger used to keep back in the day. So. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And until we, we maybe can't get to Jack's level just yet, but some things we need to do before the first swing of the year, isn't there, Chris, to kind of get, kind of get ready for the season? Well, yeah, I think it's always it's important to get out. Uh, you know, if you haven't been doing anything over the winter, and a lot, a lot of people, it's so much easier to be able to maintain your game over the winter now with all the different simulator facilities available and things like Top Golf and outdoor ranges that are that stay open. But uh, you know, if you haven't done anything, it, it, it's a good idea before you go play just to get a club in your hands and uh, and get loosened up. If you, especially if you haven't done a lot of of exercise over the winter and and uh you know regardless if you're just starting or or just you know uh getting going for the for the the spring summer here but you want to get to the range and and just start off with with shorter golf clubs um you know partial swings wedges that and just get loose find out where the ground and the ball are and then work your way into to bigger swings and you know it's always interesting so people so many times have uh have their best rounds of the year their first several rounds yeah uh, before they've got a, before they've got a lot of swing thoughts in their head and trying to to adjust and change a lot of things so uh if you go out there with with kind of low expectations and not uh uh, don't have a lot of things in mind. Sometimes that's your best golf of the year. Yeah, yeah, very much so. It seems to, it's a, it's a relaxing time to get out there. You're, you're so relieved, I think, in our part of the country to be back out there for one thing. And whenever you're relaxed, it's easier to play. When, with your young players, Chris, especially as they progress and get a little older into competitive golf, maybe high school level and maybe above, uh, uh, as far as getting in shape, I mean, uh, people don't realize, I think, sometimes how much stamina it takes for certainly on the PGA Tour, but also on if you're going to try to play 18 holes four times a week, you gotta you got to be in pretty good shape. Yeah, you know, in a, in a if, if you're walking, uh, which the, these kids are walking, you know, around a golf, you're, you're walking, you know, somewhere between six and a half and, and eight or eight eight and a half miles and just the the it takes stamina to be able to do that and to do it multiple days in a row uh you have to be in pretty in pretty reasonable shape to be able to do that and, you know one, one of the things that uh, uh i've noticed when i when i take people on these golf trips if they're not used to to walking by day three or four the, their level of play drops dramatically because if you don't have strong legs and you're not used to that if you don't have a a good base you're going to struggle uh you know struggle to maintain making good contact so right um you know the more the more you can do to to maintain that you know that cardiovascular part of it and, and strong legs and be able to to walk and carry your bag or push a cart uh, 
you know, the, the better you're going to play because you, once you once you start getting fatigued, uh, your golf swing's going to break down. Sure. Yeah. If you hit it down the middle more often, you only go six and a half miles. My group, though, eight and a half miles, right, left, right, left, Chris. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Walking from side to side more than straight. <laughs> Have to walk a little further. <laughs> That's right. <clears throat> Any other tips? Everybody just getting ready, Chris? You know, it's a, it's a great time of year just to check your equipment, see if you, uh, you know, regrip your golf clubs, uh, make sure that uh, you know, to, if you haven't had your lie angles checked on your golf clubs, it's a great time to do that because that has a big impact on the, uh, you know, the direction that your ball goes. And uh, it's a good time. You know, all the all the new technology is out as far as golf clubs go, and every year the the clubs get better and easier to hit. And uh, it's a great time to you know go through a club fitting and try some new stuff out if you're in the market for that. Yeah, I got to say, you gave me uh, my my first ever club fitting last uh, late last summer, maybe early fall. I think it was late last summer, and when the clubs came in, and uh, it's, it's, it was fantastic in the fall. And my first round this year was very, very good. So it was, uh, uh, you can see the the equipment advances, like you say, are clear. One thing I would say too is don't get too frustrated early in the year with the with the putting game. That, in California, I hit the ball great, but I didn't putt the ball great because I hadn't putted since. You know October, <laughs> so yeah, you, so got, you can't you get got, too frustrated. You gotta get, no, you got to get your feel back, and you know, like we've talked many times on the show, the the you know, there are really three elements to putting, and that it, that's direction, there's distance control, and then there's green reading, and that blends both of those. So, uh, and by far the most important of those is, is distance control. Because if you don't have the correct speed, it's it's very difficult to make any putts. And if, if you don't have the correct speed, you're gonna you're gonna three putt a lot. So, um, you know, when you go to the golf course, really focus on on speed, and get to the putting green, and and you know, try to calibrate your stroke to get a good feel for distance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I would again just definitely recommend a fitting, uh, Chris, with yourself or with a professional, because I. I, I don't know if I put it off, but I didn't do it for many years, and uh, it was great fun. We just narrowed it down, you and I, to uh, th- uh, three different clubs, and then uh, you watched uh, the swings from there and thought, oh, maybe these two, Mac, and and then kind of left it up to me from there. But it uh, it wasn't complicated at all, and it was a very, a very entertaining process, actually. So good idea. Give Chris a call. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mac. Yeah, I think people are always people are always surprised how much a difference there are in you know different golf clubs. And there's no one best golf club, but there generally there's a best golf club for you. Yeah. And um, I think you you need to go into a fitting with a very open mind and try different brands of clubs. Try you know different clubs within those brands and you know if you if you if you use the technology available one or two of those clubs is always going to come to the top you know those are the clubs that are going to perform for you best and if your golf clubs fit you you're, you're going to play better golf all right thank you chris that wraps up uh, show number one on this year's lakes woods and irons next week we'll have a special show with uh, chris on location in Augusta, so we get a little update, uh, a few updates from uh, Magnolia Lane. That's always a lot of fun. And uh, Chris, enjoy yourself. You've been listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.